Hey there, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. Steph Crowder here, and I am so excited to be hanging out with you today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for spending part of your day with me today. I am so excited to talk to you about today's topic, which is all about the year on the wall. We're going to get there in just a second. But before we do, I first just have to take a quick second to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for the outpouring of love and support and just overall excitement that I received around bringing this podcast back. I mean, I it's a weird thing to have taken basically two years off of podcasting after having done it since 2017. I got to be honest and tell you, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what kind of um, audience I would be coming back to. I wasn't sure if you guys had moved on, which I would completely understand if you had. Maybe I'm sure some of you have. But for those who are still here, who are listening, it was truly wild to me, not only to receive the excitement that I did, which again was just so warm and appreciate, appreciated by me, but the number of you who reached out to say, this is actually really weird because I've been thinking of you and like wondering if you'd ever podcast again. I've been wanting to hear your voice again. And then you popped up in my feed like it probably came up a good half dozen times, which I thought was was really, really cool. So thank you for those who shared that with me and really everyone who's reached out in the time since I brought the podcast back. This is feeling like home energy to me. It's feeling very fresh. It's feeling very fun again. And I am so grateful for that and so grateful for you. So thanks for being here. And if it's your first time listening to the show, welcome. Again, I'm Steph Crowder. I am a business coach. I am a copywriter. I am a person who <laughs> has 12 years of sales and marketing experience. I run my own business over at stephcrowder.com. And you can come check me out, see what I see what I do. But I'm so excited you're here. We are talking today about the year on the wall. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I know exactly what that is. And I'm so excited. Maybe you're hearing that and you're like, what in the world is year on the wall? Either way, we're going to get into all the nitty gritty details. But first, here's what I need you to know. Year on the Wall is a training I have offered multiple times over the past, I don't know, man, maybe five years now. I'm going to tell a little bit of the story of how it was first born and how it's changed over the years, but it definitely has changed. Every time I teach it, it's different. I have, I think I probably have some people out there who have been to every iteration of Year on the Wall over the years. So if that's you, a huge shout out to you. I love you for being so loyal. And for just rolling with it because we do change it up. But Year on the Wall is this system that I created. It's a visual system. You can go to yearonthewall.com or just look me up on Instagram. I'm Hey Steph Crowder on Instagram, and you can see pictures of what it looks like. But it is these giant calendar pages with different colored post-it notes. And I help my clients through this training that I offer periodically. I help my clients envision their next year visually, which is really cool and different and unique. And it's very fun. It gets people really excited about the the coming year. I mean, this is the obvious time to be offering this training with 
2023 around the corner. But the truth is I've had people take this training in every month of the year and it always works. It is something you can come back to time and time again throughout the year. And I cannot wait to teach the new and improved version. I have not taught this, like I mentioned, since the turn of 2021. So it was 2020. And that means I've had two years to grow, change, evolve, mature. And the way I am thinking of Year on the Wall reflects that. And so even if you've taken it in the past, I would love to see you there. So I'm going to be teaching it live and I'm so excited. I haven't done a live training probably since then. Maybe I've done one live training since then. But it's always a big fun party that helps us kick off the new year when I teach it live. And let me tell you a little bit about the ticketing situation. So you can go to yearonthewall.com. I believe when you go there, you should be able to buy a ticket. There is a chance that it'll be like a put your email in this box and I'll tell you the second you could buy tickets. I'm sorting some things out. But my goal is go to yearonthewall.com. You should be able to buy a ticket. And there are two options for tickets this year, which I'm really excited about. The main sort of just like general admission tickets, only 47 bucks. I'm telling you, it's an absolute steal. I have people who have done the year on the wall training who tell me they cannot live without it. This is $47 to help you visualize and plan and know exactly what you need to do in 2023. I mean, seriously, it is like the best $47 you can spend. I've done it enough times to tell you that with confidence. The last version I taught, 872 people went through that version of it. This is a tried and true system. If you know that you want to have a firm understanding of what it is that you need to be working on next year to really live the life that you want to live, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. It's not necessarily just for entrepreneurs. This can work for anyone who is really just wanting to be super intentional with how you want your life to look in 2023, what goals matter to you, how do you bring that level of uh, purpose to your days and your weeks next year. It's especially helpful for people who are starting a business, running a business, growing a business, advanced entrepreneurs. If you are steering your own ship, I think this is a mandatory training for you, <laughs> but it can work. Uh, on the personal side as well, which we're going to be exploring this year more than any other year before. So when you go to yearonthewall.com, you will see you can get a general admission ticket for $47. That gets you access to the training that is taking place on December 1st. That is a Thursday. And of course, you will have access to this training long after that live date. It then becomes a mini course that you can, it's just a replay that you can come back to. Again, Time and time again, this is something I revisit every single quarter, and you will have the ability to do that throughout 2023 after you take the training. So let's say that you can't be there live. It's perfectly fine. You will get to take the training whenever it works for you. Or if you are going to be there live and you just know that you want to be able to revisit it, you're going to have that option because the replay is yours to keep along with your ticket, okay? Now, let's talk about the VIP option. So there's a VIP option this year, and I am limiting that option to, I think it's going to be 40 seats. It could be 50. I'm still deciding what makes most sense in terms of what I can support. But I have also done this in the past. Um, this ticket, the VIP ticket, is $97. And what that gets you is access to the training. Of course, you'll get to come to the training on December 1st. 
But then we are kicking off a month of year on the wall accountability through the month of December. Why might you want to do this? Well, you come to the training on December 1st. We're going to walk through all of the steps. You're going to get the calendar and you're going to get your system up on the wall. You're going to have everything planned out. And that's great. Whether you are a general admission ticket holder or a VIP, that's going to be the case for you. But my VIP people are going to be invited into a private group with me on Facebook and you will have access to my brain in, as it relates to your year on the wall for the course of, two, of December 2022. So we're going to finish the year together in that group and you're going to get the chance. I'm thinking of this as like year on the wall training wheels. So because I'm introducing some new concepts, I want to be able to make sure that you're super solid on them so that when you go into January 1st, you know what you're doing. So we're going to be planning 2023 on December 1st. But then in the VIP group, in my accountability group, I'm going to help you practice our new techniques. So by the time January 1st rolls around, it's like old hat to you. You're comfortable and you know what we're doing. So a lot of times what I hear from my customers and my clients is that you know what you're supposed to be doing, but actually working the plan and being held accountable can be a pain point. Maybe you're someone who starts something new and you're excited about it for a few days, and then you really fall off track. And it's really hard to get back on track because that initial excitement of making the plan wears off. This is something that I see from time to time. And it's really, really important to have awareness around the fact that, you know, if you're if you're one of those people who we know, I mean, research tells us that adults learn by application. It's not enough to just come to the training on December 1st and then never do anything with it again. You have to work the plan. The real work begins after the training, right? And so the VIP group is going to get the chance to practice these techniques and come back and ask questions and be like, okay, Steph, I'm still a little bit confused about how we do this aspect of the year on the wall. Or, you know, I've been trying it this week and I'm still unclear on how this piece of the puzzle fits. That's what my VIP people are going to get to do. And like I said, that's going to be limited to limited to 40 to 50 spots. And when they're gone, they're gone. So it's just a question of, do you want to come and take the general admission training, which is kick ass. You will love the training at general admission. It's phenomenal. Like I said, 872 people did it in 2020. Um, that option is $47. And then my VIPs will get to have that extra month of application and accountability until we get to January 1st, when I'm just going to let you fly free, let you fly free out of the year on the wall nest. So all of those options are available at yearonthewall.com. Go get your tickets. I if I had to guess, I feel like the VIP option will probably sell out relatively quickly. So if you know you want to come hang out with me for a month in December, this would be a great way to do it. First, we're going to talk about what is Year on the Wall. I've talked a little bit about it. I'm just going to hit a little bit more for those of you who are brand new to this concept, who are brand new to me, who have never taken the training before. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the system. So for those of you who are not new to Year on the Wall, you're going to get a little preview of what I have changed. And I'm very, very excited about the changes. So I can't wait to tell you about that. And then finally, I'm just going to answer a, a few FAQs, frequently asked questions, so that you can feel ready and excited to go snag your ticket because we are doing this thing 
on December 1st. It's about three weeks away. We're going to get it in in that special little time between Thanksgiving and the holiday season. So you don't, I put, I put this on the page today. I was like, we don't need to be like stumbling into our offices hungover on January 3rd, which is going to be the first working day of the year for a lot of people. January 2nd is a Monday. That's like the observed New Year's Day. So a lot of kids are off school and stuff. January 3rd is going to be the day. And you have two choices. You can stumble into your office, hazy, hungover, bloated from Christmas cookies, and like, my, my office has like cobwebs. What am I supposed to be doing? You could spend the whole first week of January just trying to like figure out which way is up. That doesn't sound so good to me. Or you can walk into your office on January 3rd, maybe still full of champagne and Christmas cookies. That's cool. No judgment. I'm sure I will be. But I'll walk in and I'll look at my wall with all of those color-coded post-it notes and I will smile and I will say, Thanks, past Steph. Thanks for that. Thank you for preparing us for 2023 ahead of time because I know exactly what I'm going to be working on today. I know exactly what I need to do. Q1 is not going to get away from me. I've already thought about Q1. I already know exactly what I need to do. January, February, and March especially. We're going to really hone in on the first 90 days of the year. I know exactly what I need to be doing throughout this quarter to hit my targets. I know what my targets are. That's going to be part of the equation. I know what I'm doing. I know how I'm doing it. And best of all, I'm super confident that the actions that I'm taking are going to bring me to my unique definition of success. And that is a really, really important piece of Year on the Wall. I am a tremendous fan of success, acknowledging that success for each person looks different. Nothing drives me up the wall faster than people out there acting like we should all have the same goal. This advice that's like, oh, here's how to get to seven figures. Here's how to uh, run a passive business without, you know, having to quote unquote trade time for money. Here's how to be a digital nomad. Here's how to stay at home with your kids over the summer. You know what the problem with those things are is what if that's not what's going to actually give you the life you want? To me, when I hear that, when I hear this like overly generalized, prescriptive, like everybody should want seven figures, everybody should want summers off with their kids, it reminds me of like a billboard for the Caribbean. And you're like, oh, yeah, the Caribbean's cool. Like there's a beach. Like I've seen Instagram pictures. Like it looks great. But what if you don't like the beach? <laughs> What if you like the mountains? What if you like backpacking through Europe? What if you've always dreamt of going to Japan, right? The Caribbean is cool, but what if that's not where you actually belong, okay? This is something I think a lot of people get wrong, and I've learned it the hard way. And I think we are at a special like level of risk for this because of Instagram and social media. Now, I love social media. I think it's done many, many positive things. I am not here to bash social media. There's enough of that out there, in my opinion. However, what is social media? One thing that social media does, you know, we have to be aware of what it does to us is it makes us compare even subconsciously. And we think, oh, well, that person who I look up to, like she's shooting for seven figures this year. Or, oh, that person I look up to, like, wow, they're, they're moving their family to Portugal. 
And if you're anything like me, I have to check myself and be like, but like I would be that that's I don't need seven figures in my business. I mean, sure, if somebody knocked on my door and handed it to me, like <laughs> I wouldn't turn it down. But I don't need to go balls to the wall trying to reach seven figures right now when I have a six and three year old who I spend a lot of time with. I mean, look, there are people out there who have built seven figure businesses with a young family. That's fantastic. And if that happens, cool for me. However, that's actually not what I need right now to be happy. And when I say happy, I mean happy Steph's version of happy. And my version of happy is different than your version of happy, which is different than your neighbor's version of happy. And that, to me, needs to be acknowledged. And so one thing that Year on the Wall does is it helps you identify what does my definition of success look like? My definition of success, not my mom's, not, you know, society's, not my favorite podcaster, my favorite guru or the person I look up to, but like literally for me in this exact season of my life with my exact finances, the exact recurring monthly expenses that I have, what is success to me. And that's one of the things that I think really sets you on the wall apart is, yes, it looks really cool on your wall. Yes, color coding is fun. It makes our little dopamine systems very happy. And I get that. (laughs) And I think that's what stops a lot of people in their scroll. It's okay if that's you. I get it. I buy stuff like that all the time, too, because it's aesthetically aesthetically pleasing, right? But there's so much deeper to the system. And that's where I think people who've done this before would tell you that it goes so much deeper than pretty post-it notes on your wall. The pretty post-it notes are absolutely an added bonus. But what we're really doing with this system is helping you identify where are you trying to go? Would you get in a car and just say, I'm going to just drive and like, I hope I end up where I want to be? <laughs> like, I mean, I can't even deliver that sentence with a straight face, right? It's so ridiculous. Of course, the first thing you would do if you were going on a road trip, is you would plug the destination into your GPS or maybe read a map if you're old school. For me, it's going to be the GPS, right? But if I'm going to figure out where I'm trying to go. I'm not just going to drive in a random direction and hope that it all turns out. And yet, how often do we do that in our lives? How often do we do that in our businesses where we just think, okay, I'm just going to get in this car right now and I'm going to drive and, you know, hopefully I end up somewhere cool. And look, maybe you will. And that's great. But maybe you want to bring a little bit more intention. Like, are you going to San Francisco or are you going to New York City? Both very cool locations in completely opposite directions, right? And so that is what Year on the Wall helps us do. It's designed to help you know where you're going, identify it very clearly, and then create a visual system that's really fun to use, that is uh, very dynamic. That means you can change things up. I do it on post-it notes so that you can move things around throughout the year. You are not stuck. You are not marrying the plan. You are simply scaffolding and making your best estimation of what you would like, of how you would like to get there. You know what doesn't change? Where you're going. You're still going to San Francisco. You're still going to New York City. But if you need to take a detour, If you need to stop in Ohio instead of Pennsylvania for the night, that's cool. We can change all of that. All of that is up for debate at the end of the day. So that's what Year on the Wall is designed to help you do. It's designed to help you get really clear on where you're trying to go, 
what's going to make you happy, specifically your unique definition of success, which again, I believe our definitions of success are as unique as our fingerprint. No two are the same. I genuinely believe that based on working with hundreds, actually thousands of entrepreneurs at, at this point, no one's, no one's, no two definitions of success are going to be the same. And so this system is going to help you get there. Okay. So that's what year on the wall is. I started teaching year on the wall. I think the first time I taught it was in 2018. And I taught it because as with so many, I think some of the greatest things that we can create, it was something that I was using for myself. It was just a system that I came up with. I had no intention of teaching it to anybody else. And it was in the background of a lot of my videos. And I just kept getting the question, like, what is happening behind you, Steph? Like, what are the post-it notes? What are the calendar pages? Like, can you show us that? And I remember emailing my email list and maybe I put it out on social media. I said, look, I've gotten some questions about like what this calendar system is, ha- is, is, is doing. Like, what is this thing that I have behind me in all my videos? Would you want to learn about it? And the answer was a resounding yes. I think the first time I taught it, I did it for free because it was very messy at the time. There was no slides. There was no organization. It was literally me and my camera like standing up at my wall. I remember 400 something people were there and I was like, okay, I'm on to something here. I am on to something here. So that was 2018. And then I started doing this as a more organized, more intentional ticketed event. Like I mentioned, I did that in 2020. And this is a pro. it became, so I taught it live in 2020 going into 2021. And it became a digital product that people could buy all throughout 2021. So that's how Year on the Wall got started. And it has, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, it has evolved because how I use it has evolved. We are also now living in this like post-pandemic world. And I think how a lot of us are showing up to work has changed. I know it's changed for me. And so that's what I love so much about Year on the Wall is it can be flexible. It is flexible and it is designed to change and grow as we change and grow. So let me tell you a little bit about the system. And I'm just going to keep this high level because you're going to learn so much more when you come to the training, but there's really kind of four main steps. And for year on the wall veterans, you are going to uh, recognize the first two and the second two will be newer. Okay. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the system at a very high level, and then I'm going to answer just a couple FAQs and that will be about it for today's episode. So a little bit about the system, four main steps at this time is how I'm thinking of it. Again, I still have some work to do over the next three weeks. Maybe it'll be five. But for now, I have it organized into four main steps. I have gone through the process myself, of course. I literally have the wall behind me. So this is how I do it. And we're going to get into all the nuts and bolts. And you are actually going to go through and get this thing up on your wall during the session on December 1st. I'm really trying to make not every time I've done this has it been like really immersive? I'm honestly considering pulling all my post-its off my wall and like redoing it live so that it can feel really just, yeah, just dynamic and like it's happening in real time, right? So that is likely how we're going to approach it. So I want you all to be able to walk away with the calendar done, which I think is super exciting. So a little bit about the system. The first step is one that I will probably never abandon because I cannot imagine ever doing this system without it. We are talking about vision. 
So I already hit this one pretty hard, talking about that definition of success, figuring out what are you even trying to do in 2023? What matters? Okay. And I love doing this year to year because what matters in 2023 might not be what mattered in 2018 or 2006 or 2045. This is why it's flexible. This is why it's an evolution. Your vision can shift and change. Where you need to prioritize will probably never be the same from year to year. And so we spend some time figuring out, again, this is where we're picking, where are we going? Are we going to San Francisco? Are we going to New York? Are we going to Japan? Where are we going? And we are going through a specific exercise to really help you get clear on not only where you're going, but heavy, heavy emphasis on how it's going to feel, right? How you want to feel next year is every bit as important as where you're going. Here's why. And again, this is going to be all stuff we get deeper into in the training, but I think we all have experience, I know I do, have experience with this flawed thinking that goes something like this. I'll be happy when. Dun, dun, dun. Kiss of death, right? Kiss of death. I'll be happy when I lose 10 pounds. I'll be happy when I have a baby. I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I move across the country. You name it. It's a recipe for disaster, right? Because what you're doing is setting yourself up to only feel what you want to feel when you reach some arbitrary milestone. And the reason it's booby-trapped is because you will change the goalpost on yourself, right? You will get the house and you'll be like, okay, well, I'm still not happy. So now I'll be happy when we finish the basement. And then you finish the basement and you're like, okay, well, now we need a bigger yard, <laughs> Right. And why do you want those things? Like, what is it that you believe those things will give you? Is it stability? Is it peace, happy memories, contentment? That's actually what we need to tap into more than the shiny, shiny goals, right? The shiny, distracting, you know, if I just get that one last, one more thing, I'll be happy, okay? So, we're going to tap into what it is that we want to feel in 2023 because here's the secret and it's the best secret ever. There's no there's nothing that says you can't start feeling that right away. And that's what we're going to do with your year on the wall is we're going to help optimize your life so you can start feeling the way you want to feel. And you're going to get where you want to go. But it's also every bit as you know, let's go ahead and say it. It's actually more important to focus on what do you want your life to feel like next year, you know? You don't want to go through it miserable, but if we don't bring some intention to it, misery happens when we're not being intentional or it has the opportunity to creep in, okay? And so that's why we start with vision. So I have an amazing exercise that's going to bring your vision just crystal clear. It'll make you want to cry. It makes me want to cry every time. It's cool. It's all part of the process. It's so much fun. It'll get you pumped about the year to come. Okay. Second step is we're going to get into the money and you're not going to freak out. It's going to be great. I am not an accountant. I am not a financial person. I mean, that's that I should take that back. That's not a that's a thought that I do not want to claim as my own. It's not that I'm not a financial person. It's just that I don't have like a financial background. Let's put it that way. I am a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. I am a let's just figure it out as we go. Not the biggest budgeter in the world. I, you know, have hired somebody to help me with my bookkeeping. Shout out to Nicondra because she's amazing. So it's not natural to me is what I'm trying to say. However, 
what we talk about with money is what do we need from a money perspective to be able to live the life you want to live in 2023? And then what are we doing next year to meet that goal? Okay, this works for you if you're an entrepreneur because we're going to help figure out, we're going to literally do the math. This part's going to be really for entrepreneurs um, where we talk about, okay, here's my number. We call it a happy number. I'm going to help you discover your happy number. And then you're going to reverse engineer what you need to offer next year to meet your happy number. And we're going to carve the path to actually get you there based on your current situation. And if you aren't an entrepreneur, that's fine. It's really the question of like, what is the number and where is it going to come from? Maybe you're someone who's in a day job. Great. We'll talk about, are you meeting your number? Are you over your number? What should you do? Are you someone who's an entrepreneur? Great. What are you going to offer to meet your number? Are you a hybrid? Do you have a part-time job or a contract job and you're working a side hustle or a full-time job and a side hustle? or you know some any any version of that it doesn't matter it all comes down to dollars in what do we need what do we need and let's bring it to real life so that this feels doable and we're not guessing at it and we're not making up numbers we're not saying oh i'd like to have a six figure business when the reality is you need a $80,000 a year business okay that will set you free and we're going to talk about all of the goodness there. This part alone blows people's minds. Absolutely. I know for me, I learned this the hard way. Holy smokes. And so I'm very passionate about teaching people how to identify their happy number so you are not on the dreaded treadmill of what I call infinity money. Infinity money is hell. Infinity money is, I just want as much money as possible. I will do whatever it takes. I will sell my soul to have as much money as possible. And that translates to, I never have enough, which translates to, I am never enough. And I'm telling you, if you're doing infinity money, you will not feel the way you want to feel in 2023. It will keep you from getting to feel the way you want to feel. So second step is we get into happy number, the money you need, and we're going to do the math. And we're going to specifically focus on Q1 versus planning out the whole year, although planning out the whole year is definitely an option. That's the way I've taught it in the past. But these days, I'm feeling much more into 90-day chunks. So if you are like me, then you will love this. And if you want to do the whole year, I'm going to teach you how to do that too. Okay. Third part of the system, this part is newer and I'm loving it. It is what I'm calling, this is a, you know my not-so-sexy polish name, it is very plainly called Things I want to do. Things I want to do. And we can take this in a bunch of different directions, and I expect that we will during the training. It can be a dream for me. It's writing a book, okay? That's not really going to fit in other, like, that's not fitting into my money equation. I have ideas for how writing a book can make, make me money, and I expect that it will, but it's not part of my financial plan, and it's certainly not part of my Q1 financial plan but I still want to work on it. Have you ever dealt with that? You have things that you dream of doing. Maybe you want to start a podcast. You want to write a book. You want to launch a new aspect of your business. You want to uh, you know, start making handmade jewelry. You want to finish your kitchen. I don't know what it is for you, but you have something that you want to do that just kind of keeps getting pushed off. This year with Year on the Wall, I'm going to teach you exactly how to incorporate that into Year on the Wall so you actually start to make progress in the direction of 
the things that you dream of, okay, even if they're not making you money in the short term. So in the things I want to do section, we're also going to be talking about content and growing an audience if you are an entrepreneur. So that part won't necessarily apply to anybody who wants to come who doesn't have a business. But in the past, for those veterans out there, you're on the wall veterans, you guys might be like, wait a second, when are we talking about content? We've always had a really heavy emphasis on planning out your content with year on the wall. We're going to approach it a little bit differently this year. I'm going to give you options. If you want to be a super batcher and plan far in advance, we're going to talk about how to do that. If you're going to be a little bit more like I am in this season where I'm not planning my content very far in advance, but what I am doing is committing that I'm going to be consistent. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about, but I know when I'm podcasting and I know where I am showing up, my podcast and my email list. And I'm going to be baking that into my plan. So other examples of things that fit into this things I want to do section. It could be a dream that you have. It could be a content platform that you're going to be consistent on. It could be a future offer that needs time to be profitable. So maybe you're a coach and you'd like to incorporate a course. You are not going to be making money on that overnight. So you need to be figuring out where that fits in because you really want to tackle it. And, you know, another, oh, another example of things I want to do, self-development. One of the things, let me find my, um, I have my notes right here in front of me. One of the things that I wrote down in my things that I want to do section this year is spending time reading and developing my genius. So that's something that I need to have baked into my year on the wall. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. Number four, this one is definitely brand, brand new, and it's possibly the thing I'm most excited to teach with this iteration of Year on the Wall is practices that will help me get there, aka habits. We have never baked habits into Year on the Wall. And let me tell you, the past two years since I taught this, I have been becoming a person who works on habits, weekly habits, daily habits, and it has changed my life. And I am super excited about baking habits into my year on the wall. So I am going to teach you. I've gotten this question in the past, and I feel like I never had the best answer for it. And now I do. The question was, I'm really excited about my year on the wall, but what am I doing week to week? And year on the wall in the past kind of showed you that, but it was easy for people to sort of get lost in the week to week view. This is going to take care of that. I am going to show you the habits I want you to implement and you can change them, but I'm just going to show you what I'm doing. What are you going to do at the beginning of every week? What are you going to do at the end of every week to calibrate and to measure your progress? This part is gold. I am pumped to teach you this. So that is the four-part system, and I haven't even gotten into like what the different post-it notes are, what the colors are, all of that stuff's going to be taught during the training, but this is the framework that gives you a map of where we're going. So again, tickets are over at yearonthewall.com. Let me get into a few questions I've gotten recently, and then I'm going to wrap this up. So the first question I have here is, can this work for my personal life, Okay. The answer is absolutely yes. I gestured towards this a little bit when I was talking about the things I want to do section, but I had one person reach out to me and ask, like, I have house projects. Can that fit into my year on the wall? Yes. We have not talked about as that as much in the past, but 
this podcast, my business, my coaching, everything that I'm doing is really migrating away from just being like 100% business focused. I really want to be exploring the intersection of, I talked about this on the last week's episode, the intersection of meaningful work, that's your business or your job, and your best life, the life that you want to be living, the life that you dream of, right? So how do those things sort of intersect? And that's why I think our year on the wall needs to reflect that. So you have personal goals, right? You want to be able to redo your kitchen or something. We are going, I'm going to give you ways that you can put that right into your year on the wall. One thing I would love to do this year, I want to take my kids to Disney World. It's something I've dreamt of. My daughter is six and a half now. I want to at least take her. My son is TBD, but I definitely want to take my daughter. That's a personal goal. We're going to talk about how year on the wall can help you keep tabs on those goals that don't necessarily fit into your work view. Okay. So that is really exciting. Second question, can this work for me if I don't have a business? Yes. Again, the answer is yes. I will say I do need you to come and just be tolerant of the moments where I am going to do some deep diving for entrepreneurs because that's what I do in my business, right? As I teach people how to have online businesses to give them the life that they dream of. Hey, maybe you don't have a business. Are you business curious? If you're business curious, if you don't mind hearing about it, if you think you could start a side hustle someday, great. You should come and listen. You don't have to commit to that, but it might be interesting for you. I've had people, especially like friends and people from my personal life, shout out to you guys. I love you all. I've had people who don't have businesses come to the training before and still absolutely love it. So you don't necessarily have to have a business. Although I would say you should probably be at least like think it's interesting because we are going to talk about specifically how entrepreneurs use year on the wall because I am an entrepreneur. So that's how I use it. Okay. But throughout the training, I am happy to answer questions. If you have specific questions about like, okay, how can I apply this part to my day job? Um, We can talk about that. So yes, please, if you're feeling called to attend this training and you don't have a business at this time, that's okay. I still would love to see you there. It's $47. Like this costs less than your next family meal of tacos and margaritas. You know, if you have a family of four like I do. So just come. It's going to be worth it. Um, Do I have to do a whole year? That's the next question. And this question, I think I'm going to get probably more this year than any year before, because I think something about the pandemic, it just really shook our own, for many of us, our own perception of what happens in a year when we watch what we thought was going to happen just absolutely go up in flames. I think it can make some of us hesitant to put too much work into planning six months, nine months, 12 months out? And the answer is, if you're not feeling that, you don't have to do that. I'm going to give you my full disclosure. I used to put 12 months of my calendar on my wall. It was a big wall. (laughs) Um, I only do six months now, and I really am only looking at the first three months. I'm putting important dates on the whole six months. Like I already know because my kids are on an academic calendar at this point. I know what days they're going to be home. I need that on my calendar because like that stuff creeps up on you. But beyond that, I'm not planning much for Q2 at this time. I'm going to show you how to because some business models want to and should be planning deep into next year. But for me, I'm running a really simple lean business right now, and I'm doing that on purpose. And I do not need to be looking out further than March right now. In fact, I really don't need to be looking out further than like January, (laughs) to be honest. 
So I'm going to show you how to do this as far as you want. And just to clarify, even if you are planning a year in advance, which I have done before, nothing, I said this already, but it bears repeating, nothing's in stone, okay? If you plan a year in advance, you're going to look at this as a working plan. It is a living, breathing map year on the wall is. We move the post-it notes around. Things change. That's all part of it. So you're kind of just making your best estimation. I think I heard this um, analogy and I'm probably going to butcher it. Somebody's going to come come to me and be like, you got that totally wrong. And that's fine. <laughs> you can tell me. But I believe it's with like this is a naval analogy with ships, right? When ships are on the on the water, right? They're out in the ocean. They are constantly having to recalibrate their angle, right? They're like, oh, you're, you know, too many degrees this way. You're too many degrees that way. And there's this sort of like constant um, recalibration that is happening when a ship is closing its distance between where it is and where it's going. I want you to see your year that way. I'm going to tighten up that analogy to put it into the training because I think it really makes sense. But you guys are getting my rough draft right now. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like, you're going to be calibrating. This is not a set it and forget it. Not We're not crockpotting this right now, okay? This is a, I'm going to chart my course and I'm going to embrace the fact that I'm going to be five degrees off, 10 degrees off. I need to be recalibrated to the center. I'm in, in touch with the lighthouse that's telling me I'm not where I need to be, okay? So embrace that is what I would say. And then finally, and I'm sure there's more questions, which by the way, if you have more questions, please DM me on Instagram. I'm at HeySteffCrowder or email me directly, Steph at StephCrowder.com. That's where you can reach me. Any question, please feel free. But the final one I'm going to answer today is, can I customize this? And my answer is, hell yes. I would love for you to customize it. Over the years, I have seen people do the craziest, coolest stuff with year on the wall. I have seen, I, I always think about this. I had one student who was living in like a 600 square foot boxcar. And she put her calendar pages on a tri-folding poster board. Like remember those science fair poster boards? She put her quarter, March, I'm sorry, January, February, March on those tri-folding poster board pages. And then she would fold it up and she would put it away and she'd pull it out to look at it. And I was like, that's incredible. So you make it work for you. I love hearing stories of how you guys are doing it. My way is not gospel. I just created this method, uh, but I teach it in my way, wanting you to use it as a jumping off point. And I want you to get creative with it. And if you come into the VIP group, this is a really great example of how I can help you customize it. You might come to me and be like, okay, Steph, here's the deal. I have X, Y, and Z happening. I don't know how to make that fit with my calendar. I'll brainstorm with you. I will help you um, come up with some ideas for you to play around with. And again, it may just have to be a work in progress for you to kind of figure out what works for you. So December 1st, we're doing it. Please come. I cannot wait to teach this to you. I can't wait to be back in the saddle with you on the wall. It's been a while. I mean, actually, like I'm in a different space and a different house than I last taught it. We are going to have so much fun with this. It puts like a true butterfly in my stomach. Uh, and like in my a fluttery in my chest because I'm that excited about it. And I cannot wait to have you. So head over to yearonthewall.com. I will also make sure that that page has information about what materials you need 
Truly, you can use, this maybe should have been one of my FAQs, you can use any calendar pages you want. I've had people print them off the computer. I've had people buy the one I have. It doesn't matter. I promise it doesn't matter. I always buy the one that's called Tall on the Wall. You can Google it. I typically buy it from Paper Source. I think other people carry it. Tall on the Wall 2023. Google that and it'll come up. And then as far as post-its go, you need the mini size and then you need the size that has the lines on it. Uh, it's like a slightly bigger, bigger than a regular post-it. So it's those two sizes that I'm going to be working with this year. Okay, my friends, I cannot wait to see you there. Head over to yearonthewall.com and I will see you next week. Have a good one.